Feliz cumpleaños. Accept this final rose. Is that how it's what it is? Will you accept this rose? The final rose is like, I'm proposing to you. Oh, right. Will you accept this rose? It's just like, hey, you made it to the next round. What's Congratulations. like Chris's? What's his catchphrase in that show? Um, this is the final rose tonight. Say he says that a goodbyes. lot. Oh, yeah, and it comes in and he says, please say your final goodbyes. Sorry, ladies. Please say your... I only watch... No, I guess I actually only watch The Bachelorette. I don't really like The Bachelor. They pick really scummy guys to be on The Bachelor. It's like, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. I don't like any of them. I don't know. I mean, for a while there, I was like, I need to be on a reality TV show. Why? Just because I thought it'd be fun to, like, see the ins and out of it. Ins and out of it. Ins and out of it. The problem... We never introed this podcast. <laughs> Who are we? Where are we? Do Just you write down my address? Ever feel like, like a plastic bag? A plastic bag wrapped around Kim Kardashian's giant ass, where pubescent are you suffocating teen in her? On are you smarter than a fifth grader? Is that a reality show? If so, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Because I'm not. I never no. win those games when I play along at home. I don't know. Are you going to finish your part of this? Um, welcome. Your you friend. have another line. Why do you always forget that? I don't know. I always think you say it. I never say it. I have to say all that first part. <laughs> My card, I'm so sorry. I'm tired. I feel that so heavily, so deeply. I tried to go to bed early last night. Me too. I don't know what time I went to bed. Or fell asleep. Or like... Was in the process of falling asleep. Midnight? One. That's fine. That was me, too. I got and in bed I just at ten. I just, like, couldn't fall asleep last mm-hmm. night. It was a bummer. Yeah. Anyways, this riveting conversation. This is I Hate My Voice. Yep. Tired, awake, alert, anytime, really. Awake, <laughs> alert, um, enthusiast. Isn't that it? I don't know. I am awake, alert, alert and enthusiastic. enthusiastic. <laughs> Is that like a theater thing you do? No. No. <laughs> well, you know those uh, warm-ups? Yeah. Red, leather, yellow, leather. Unique New York. <laughs> Unique New York. I, I hated those. You want to know what I had a dream of last night? Yeah. That I was a part of a band called Mumford & Sons, but it wasn't Mumford & Sons. Oh, I was going to say, that's no, no, a no, band, no, no. no, 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 no. It was like 20 people, and we were Mumford & Sons, you and it was like... Son? We were the sons and Mumford, and we sang halftime at a blazer game, but we were outside. But I was there, and it was, and I kept replaying the dream. I had it like three times. What did you sing? I don't know, because it wasn't a Mumford and Sons song. It was like an original thing, but they're like, welcome Mumford and Sons. And that was me. I am that. It was awful. Oh. Well, because it was like, it was very stressful. I just remember being very stressed. Like, we're not going to get there on time. I hate that. That happened to me when I hosted um, Freshman Morp. Because I was like, I'm going to be so... I would have this, like, recurring nightmare, like, weeks before that I was going to be so busy trying to be a host that the bus would show up and I wouldn't have my dress on and I wouldn't have my hair done or anything and I just would have a panic attack and not go. Were you 15 at the time? 14? 15? I think it was 14. No, I was 15. I was newly 15, though. 
Sounds like something a 15-year-old would worry about. Well, also, mom was going to your thing, so I was literally in charge of everything. Like, his mom wasn't even going to be in our house. No, I know. It was fine, but it was just, like, that was a lot. I I was prepared for it, but I, like, in my head didn't think I was prepared for it. God, life is hard. But no, literally everyone in Mumford and Sons was all, like, choir and music kids from Linfield. Ew. Yeah. There are a couple people that I liked there. But I got in, like, a fight, like, a verbal fight with someone. <laughs> it was really weird. It sounds like every day of your life. I don't get in verbal fights with people every day of my life. Um, what the shit? I don't know about that. Okay, honestly, you can take a lap. On it. <laughs> What if you got up and we're just like, I'm gonna go for a run. Just try. Just did. Just chip, 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 boy. Chip, 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 Okay, so obviously you can tell reality TV has rotted our brains from the inside out. We didn't say our names. Who are you? I'm Annalisa. I'm Ryan. No, no, am I? I'm Mumford and Son. I'm Mumford. No, I'm the son. I am son. I am son. Cat in the cradle and a silver spoon. That's not one of their songs. Little boy, blue, and a man on the moon. That's not one of their songs. coming home, dad, I don't know when. Did you ever see that Mumford and Sons music video? Which one? The, oh, the one with, um, with all the SNL yes, characters? Yes, that was the best shit ever. <gasps> that music video is my favorite thing. Yeah, that literally when that came out, that made my entire year. I was like, I just remember showing it to this. everyone and being like, have you seen this? <laughs> this is important. This is everything. Drop what you're doing. Just stop Drop it. your studies. Get on it. I was absolutely the person that you didn't want to sit with at the table at the libraries. Because I was like, have you seen this video? <laughs> or this video? <laughs> That's why I always faced away from the entrance so no one could see me and then sit with me. I feel that. Yeah. But then people couldn't see what you're watching on your laptop. Oh, that's why I did it too. Mm. Because I'd have to be focused. Because oh. I'm worried about what judgment I'm going to get. There was that. a girl in one of my business classes. Actually, she was in almost every single one of my business classes. She never spoke. She showed up and she left. But she'd sit in the third row. And I had a friend who sat in the back row. And he texted me one day and he's like... That chick that's in all of our classes is looking at lesbian porn right now in class. Ew. Should I look away? What am I supposed to do? Yes, look away. What the fuck? He was like, I'm not turned on by it. I'm so curious. I'm so confused on why she thought, yeah, this is a solid idea. This is appropriate right now. This is what I should be doing. Like, that's... One of the, like, teachers are like, I don't want your laptop open in class, but, like, they never expected to be that. That's not, yeah, that's, like, not what's happening. That's, like, a moment where they're like, just continue. I don't really want to, I don't don't really know what's going on right now. (laughs) Yeah, so that's definitely, what were we talking about? Reality television. You should probably sit up. I can't. Okay. (laughs) I'm dying. That's fine. So, reality TV. I found a definition of it, because I was kind of curious about what constituted a reality television show. Okay. Oh, bitch. Shut the fuck up. There's so many people in our hallway that think it's okay to talk. <laughs> Anyways, um, reality TV, the definition of... It's a noun. Okay. Um, it's a person, place, a thing. Yep. Yep, yep. Didn't do well in English, but yep. Television programs in which real people are continuously filmed, designed to be entertaining rather than informative. Which I don't think okay. is always true. Because, for example, I looked up if Shark Tank was a reality television, and I don't think their job is to be informative, but, like, they're very 
for someone who understands business, it's very informational. I don't think the real. I don't think Shark Tank counts as that though because they're they not. Did. They're I not it being up. continuously filmed. It says Shark Tank is an American reality television series. Weird. I don't know. I think but I it agree originated with the... in Japan. And you want to hear what Japan called Dragon's Den? Yes, it's better. I'd rather go into the den than the tanks. <laughs> so much rather go into the Dragon's Den. Um, no, I think that what const- what I think constitutes a reality television show is is what it said in the definition being continuously filmed. Because it's like it's supposed to be like the it's reality, it's everyday lives, whatever. The people coming in for Shark Tank, they have like memorized scripts, they have stuff but I that think they're that's doing whole, specifically. I don't know. Because the thing that's really interesting to me is like I just I also looked up like which television shows are scripted, like reality shows are scripted. Well like ninety percent of them are. Yes. But how does that make it? <laughs> bless you. How does that make it a reality show if it's scripted? That's if it's, that's what the well, that's what that's what's dumb about them. That's the whole point of it. People don't like reality television shows. Like you watch Kim Kardashian, you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you watch like Dance Mom, you watch I all love this Dance other Moms. shit, and it's all like the the drama is all fabricated. Bachelor, Bachelorette, the drama is all fabricated. Don't talk about it that way. But it is okay. Another thing I was going to bring up. Have you watched that show, Unreal, on Lifetime? No, I heard you talking about it last night. Yes. It is so bananas because it's a very, very dramatized version of what reality shows are like. Like, one girl fucking commits suicide. Yeah, they push you to your... In Survivor, they literally push you to your breaking point and they create drama. It's more than, like... It's literally more than just being out in the wilderness. Okay, but what's interesting about the... The show, um, Unreal, is they don't script anything. They just ask the same question over and over again, waiting for a different answer. Like, they're not oh, handing yeah, yeah. someone a script, oh, necessarily. No, no, no. Yeah, they're just, yeah. They're just, like, manipulating situations no, and but manipulating they, the they, way it they, works. The, the, not the contestants and the whatever the fuck. They're not actors. They don't get scripts. What it is is that the producers know what the, what the drama is that they want to try and create for the specific season. Like, in The Bachelor season with Chad, we, we hired this dude, and before he got on set, we knew he was going to be the one to do the X, Y, and Z, and we're going to push that specific drama to happen. And so producers... Producers will sit people down and they'll ask people the question over and over and over again and they'll try and spin it and twist it until they get some sort of rise or reaction out of you. And on The Bachelor specifically, did you know that there is a specific producer that's supposed to make you cry? They'll sit you in a room with a camera and it's like they are, they have like a psychological background. They're like a therapist. Yeah, but, like but what's producer. interesting about the Unreal show is every producer has like four contestants that they pick and your job, like you get a bonus if you have the bitch. If you have this, that, and the yeah, other. that makes sense. Like, it's very interesting. I don't really know if that's how every reality show No, show they probably runs. took a conglomerate of, like, it's, how It's absolutely a super dramatized version. Because there's, like, affairs going on and this and that. And you're like, okay, like, this wasn't important to what you're Well, you showing. know, in the one season of The Bachelor, didn't one of the contestants fall in love with one of the crew members? Yes. It was a girl. She, like, ended up talking to a crew member, and then they, like, dated. And they were dating, and she, like, didn't tell anyone, and he was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, one of the other girls was like, she's been, like, hanging out with this dude all the time, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they were like, what's going on? And she was they like, yeah, kicked, I didn't tell anyone I really off, liked him. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. I was like, it's so funny. I know. I agree. It is really funny. Um, but I don't know. I just, like, find it really interesting that that's the definition, like, entertaining versus informative. Um, I don't know. I actually just, like, really like reality television show. It's, like, how you watch it. Because I think if you watch it thinking, this is life, this is how it's supposed to be. Well, it just is dumb because it's like, why not just make more shows like The Office then, where they're like fake reality television shows. I love The Office. But they're like better. Because I cannot stand watching Keep Me Up With Kardashians and stuff happens and then it's like, Chris comes in and throws a fake fit and it's like, they literally like, you all planned this just so that you could get some sort of drama out of it. That's like the only reason that they have those like, coming up next before the commercials and then whatever the drama actually is, is not as big as they were able to create it because they're not actors and they fucking suck. Oh no, that's the best part is like, you know a scripted show because they're like Jesus, Jerry, and you're like, what the fuck? You're like, why did someone hand that to you? Human emotion. It's just so weird. But I don't know, I just, that's, to me it's like I watch YouTubers for the reason that I, that I would like reality television show, where it's like they do their daily vlogs and like other than, like, Jake Paul, who does do a very reality television show-based thing where he, like, stirs up fake drama and whatever for his channel. Like, other people like Shane Dawson and Jenna Marbles, it's just, like, fun to be, like, these are funny people in real life, but I don't have to, like, interact with them kind of thing. I would love to interact with them. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just, like, especially with the Kardashians, they're, they're scripted parts of it, but they're not handing them scripts. Do you know what I mean? I think no, that's the difference. No, the, the, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you. None of the reality shows that have a script is the producers have beat by beat of, like, what drama no, they want to No, some of these are up. literally scripted. Like, I looked up things, and there's certain shows that are literally scripted. Like what? Um, like, Pawn Stars and um, Storage Wars and, like, they literally hand people a script, and they're like, okay, now look at the, like, Catfish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, right. that's what they I mean is, like... That's a script. It's not like The Office or Parks and Rec where they're trying to make it mm-hmm. a reality show, but it's clearly, obviously, they learn their lines every day. It's like they show up on set. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we, we didn't get what you, we need you to say this for the next transition. Right. Well, they do this. that. They do that even on shows that aren't scripted, like The Bachelor and stuff. They'll be like, we need you to say this. We need you to say this. No, and I agree. And I think that's, if you want to make a good television show, I kind of think you need to do that. I mean, I guess. To I get just it to honestly be, would be so okay with having one reality show that's just like, let's big throw brother. shit at the wall and see what big happens. Big Brother. No, Big Brother was too. They stirred up No, but you know what's... Well, yes. Absolutely. Because I think that people will get bored. If there was a reality show in my life, it would be Cassie listens to podcasts. Well, you're just boring. <laughs> Everyone is boring. I don't know, Cassie man. goes to the mall, doesn't find anything, doesn't try anything on, rips pants occasionally. I did. That did happen to me one time. That I tried like on a pair Truman of pants. Show though, that was what they were trying to get at with the movie, The Truman Show. Was that like real humans like are not actually that exciting? And so it's like we have to start okay. drama, but it's like that's so dumb. But at the same time, if you took like the Kardashians, they film from like eight a.m. to eight p.m. Like they give them set times, and mm-hmm. you know, and they have things in their contract where it's like I won't allow you to film this. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is. Um, but if you did. Put, if I was as wealthy as the Kardashians, my life might be more exciting. 
just because I'll pay to do more things. They're also, they're just very boring people. Like, when they go out to, like, lunches, and it's, like, they, the cameramen and the producers are trying to, like, put music on to make it seem like it's being more dramatic, or someone gets upset because, like, you're not getting the same food as I am kind of thing, and they do stupid shit like that. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I would rather just sit here and watch them, like, derp around than you trying to make it more But dramatic. you do see them derp around. Like, they'll be on their phone, and <laughs> Chris will be talking, and they'll be like, Chloe, are you listening to me? Yeah, no, and she's that like, part, no, I'm not. Those parts are fun. It's it's just the, like, coming up next, and you're like, oh, stop. Just let me I just watch it. Just it just has to be that way, though. I don't. Because the thing is with Big Brother, that when it released, they literally had whatever channel it, it is on. You could go to their website and watch a 24-hour live news feed mm-hmm. of them. Like, fuck, that's terrifying. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a lot. But, like, that's YouTubers... So like, Jenna and Julian will just film themselves, like, making dinner one night, and it's funny and interesting, and you're like, cool, I can just, like, chill. But they also know, stuff. oh, there's a camera on me today. I have to be entertaining in some sense. I guess, but, like, that's still more real than, like, scripted and whatever. I, I would know. be fine with it being, like... I just think there has to be certain amounts... In their face. I think there just has to be certain amount of script. Yeah, I don't scriptedness. Know. Okay, well, anyways, you want to hear the top 17 best reality shows on TV as of June 2017? Sure. Seven, number 17, Fixer Upper. Okay, that one was good, but there isn't a can- canceling. But you know what but I found it's out about that? the last season. She's also pregnant. You know what I found out about that show that now makes me not want to watch anymore, though, is that, like, they make it seem like you get this great house and whatever, and they, like, flipped it around, and she's putting all of these great, this great furniture pieces in it that, like, make the house what it is. And it's, like, the only furniture that this family has because they, like, got a fixer-upper was, like, their shitty old furniture from their shitty old house. And they don't get to keep any of that furniture. They have to pay for it if they I want I think it. they keep some of it. Like, no, she gives don't. them gifts. She's like, my... My so-and-so made this for you specifically for the house. Like, one gift, but okay. then it's like, how is that going to look next to your, like, pea-stained rug? I think that's house? their own inner... That's their own fault. I don't blame them. <sighs> anyway, Tiny House Nation. Love, Love that Tiny show. House Nation. So, Quinn lives in that truck that's basically a tiny house. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I guess Better Home and Garden convention show is on at the convention center this weekend, and she got a call and was like, hey, do you want to earn $400 to, like, park your house there? Is she doing And, like, show, and she's like, fuck no. And I was like, what? And she goes, it's my house. Like, it's literally where I live. I don't want people fair. to walk in here and be like, it's so cute. And she's like, I get it's fucking small. Leave me alone. I get it. Like, $400 is a lot of money. <laughs> no, and that's why I was like, are you sure? Like, she was like, no. And she's like, I, I guess her boyfriend was that. like, I'll do it. And she's like, no. Like, I don't want to know. Where am I going to live? I- where <laughs> my house is parked at the fucking convention center. <laughs> that's really funny. I respect that, but honestly, like, that's a lot of money. No, I agree. I I was like, mm. like, she explained it to me, and I was like, okay, I get it, but like, mm. <laughs> uh, Big Brother is number 15. Mm. Vanderpump Rules is number 14. Did you know Anna Engstrom hung out with a dude from Vanderpump Rules? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like literally a family that's just really, really wealthy. Mm. That is very loud and bold, and it's a big family. Interesting. Born This Way, never heard of it. I guess it's about small people, short people, never small people. Never heard of it. In the same way Little People Big World shed lights on the lives of little people, Born This Way does that for people with Down Syndrome. Oh, oh that's beautiful. What? I want to watch it. 
it. I'm gonna cry. I'm like almost crying. Now, but the end of the third season. It's she... Annie. Everyone was born this way. Let's get to number one. Get it to number one. All uh, seven listeners. Leah Remini, Scientology in the Aftermath. My favorite. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's informative. Yeah, that is. Okay? Informative. That's informative. That's That one I like escaping from polygamy too. I think yep. it's still entertaining because it's like it's it's the same way that My Favorite Murder is an entertaining podcast. It's like they're just they're they're spewing facts, but they're making it entertaining. No, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying with reality shows, like they have to somehow if it's, create a schedule to make it entertaining. If it's entertaining in that way, I'll give it to them. If it's okay. actually doing something fun versus like literally fucking I'm gonna go eat lunch with my sister. <laughs> I don't know. I love when they eat salad. <laughs> I literally love it because they're so open about like vaginas and like all this other stuff. It's like that's beautiful. I just love when Scott's on it. Scott is a disaster, but I love it's it. So funny. Number eleven is Shark Tank. <laughs> Here's the caption of the picture: The Shark Tank investor investors really love free samples. They're all like multi-millionaires. Are they gonna keep those free samples? You think? Yeah, I think so. That's dope. Number 10, Little People, Big World. That's our backyard. Hell yeah. I helped her pick out a dress one time. No way. And Nordstrom's? Yeah. <gasps> she came in for her daughter's wedding and I helped her pick out a dress. And she like was like, I think I'm going to get it. Time? I think I'm going to get it hemmed. And I was like, don't. It was like the perfect tea length on her. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. And she wore it in that episode of her, Wait, her son getting married. Wait, can I ask a very insensitive question? What, what kind of dress did you put on her? Like, I put a, um, a sleeveless neck tight or like it was sheer from like the top of your boob up and it was polka dotted and then it kept and it was a baby doll no it was mid length and then it flowed out so it like hit her t-length so it would have hit you as a short dress but it, it was like long like on her yeah oh, and it okay. cropped right at the belly button or it cinched at the belly button and then went out and it was like tool but not really i can show you the episode and you'll see. She wore it in the episode? Oh, yeah. She was like, I don't know. She, like, bought it, and she's like, I honestly don't know if I'm going to keep this. Like, I know you work on commission. I was like, honestly, do not worry about it. Like, she was like, my daughter needs to, like, approve it, and so does my son because it's his wedding. And I was like, I absolutely get it. I get Mother of the Brides in here all the time, and they're constantly returning dresses and, like, trying to find the right fit. So, like, just let me know, and I'll help you. Or, like, if I'm not here, one of the other women will help you. And she's like, okay, okay. Like, I was like, it's really not that big of a deal because she has to wear it on fucking TV. Yeah. Like, seriously, you're like, don't... She probably just, like, didn't want bad press, but you're like, literally, I don't give a fuck. I was like... I'm here to help you. Like, I would be not to be doing my job if I was, like, mad at you. I was like, you're fine. We'll be fine. Um, Keeping up the Kardashians is only nine. Okay. (sighs) Piss. RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't watch it. But it's so cool. But I heard it was really good. Yeah, I heard Um, The Real Housewives franchise. Love The Real Housewives. No, honestly, just watch fucking... What is... Desperate Housewives. It's a better show. The Real Housewives is fantastic. The Bachelor franchise. Okay, we get it. The yeah. Voice. I hate those shows. I'm so over them. I it's just hate been, them. I like America's Got Talent because it's like a mix of random. You know, stuff. What Mom said the other day. She's like, oh, I, heard, I thought that show got canceled. Is it even good anymore? And I was like, what? Wait, America's Got Talent. Yeah, I was like, that's a huge show. America's Got Talent's awesome. It's got new stuff every year versus The Voice and and American Idol. The thing about literally just like we're just we're all good singers. Awesome. There's a million good singers in the, the world. The thing about any of these shows is like. Hello. None of you get famous. It's like one. It's like the first season people get famous because yeah. it's like new and interesting. Mm-hmm. And like the people who don't end up winning get famous. Yep. 
it's always or well in America's Got Talent the the young say the young girl who was a singer who won oh. Grace Wanderwall she's becoming famous now but that's because it was because, America's Got Talent okay but the thing with America's Got Talent is they have a show on Las Vegas so even if they don't become famous in terms of like a household name mm-hmm. they're still getting work and they're constantly being booked yes re-booked, like 100% so they're doing what they want to do yeah no, I love um, that show The Amazing Race I hate this show I never watched it Molly was super into it though shout out to Molly folks I just don't like competitive reality shows I don't know they stress me out I get that uh, Project Runway, yes, Project, queen. Okay, I, I just love, watched that show. I love Project Runway. Another one though, that's exactly. informative to me. I love Food Network shows. Like I love kids, kids challenge, like Bake Off stuff. And Those like, are scripted. Yeah, no, because they're children. What? Let children say whatever the fuck they want. But it's it, that those to me are informative because it's like, oh, I'm actually like learning something about like the fashion industry, or I'm actually learning something yes, about. Yes, but I don't different ways watch to do it stuff. to be informative. No, I but you get both. Like yeah, you yeah, get yeah. both. Okay. Is why Top like Chef. Number two. Top what? Chef. Survivor. Oh, he's beautiful. Oh, he's beautiful. I also like hate Survivor. I actually got really into it for about a year, and I watched I like was twelve. In, yeah, seasons. I was into it when it first started, and then I was like, "Is this the same old song and dance?" It's really awesome when there's like there was a really scrawny like cla- your classic like high school kid like just out of high school like scrawny kid brown hair and he ended up winning the whole thing. Survivor. Yeah, just by like not getting involved in the drama and all this shit like against these ripped dudes and it was like the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life and that was like a really cool season and that's how I got hooked. So I watched that one and was like I need to find I need more underdog stories. So my friend. Lacey, who I studied abroad with, who's mm-hmm. American, showed my friend Matt, who's British, Survivor, and he was like, I can't get enough of that show. Like, he had never seen it. They don't have it available in yeah. England, and he's like, I can't tell you enough how much I love that show. Well, I love international, um, like, what, even, the, what should I say, European reality shows? Like, oh the, one, God, the, one awesome. we watched, the one we watched in Ireland, where it was, like, the first date thing. Those are fucking boring. They're so funny because they're boring. They're funny, but they're so boring. Like, those are the ones where it's like, yeah, we don't really have enough money. This dude goes on three blind dates, and the women cook them their favorite meal. So sexist, but it's so funny. Yeah, like, he... The one we watched, they were, like, all middle-aged. Like, yeah, 35, Yeah, so the guy 40. comes to their, like, really, like, dirty, like, one-bedroom, like, like flat, flat house yeah. in, like, Ireland, like, somewhere in Ireland, and it literally is, like, she cooks him, like, a three-course meal. Like, they have an appetizer, and they, like, have good conversation. And he basically and they, like, rates them on their food. He rates them on their food, their conversation abilities, and their attractiveness, and then he goes to three different houses and, like, tastes the food, and he'll, like, make fun of it if it's not good or whatever, and the girl will be like, I'm just such a bad cook. And then at the the end he picks one girl and he's like a millionaire is the joke of it so he's like gonna he's a millionaire and he's going he to like take picks the girl he likes to take out on a real date on a basically. really nice date to a really nice restaurant like i'm gonna pay you back for like cooking me food but and only one of them and then the the, the two girls who lose get he stofers get like sto he like drops off basically like a hello fresh meal no it's stofers because it's a brand deal so it's like oh, yeah it's I like tv dinner stofer tv dinners he puts them on a little platter and leaves and them like outside the of their wine house. and he's like thanks and she's and the girls also you hear them being interviewed they're like he's okay he's short yeah, no, I like, like the girls part. can the be girls like, can no, be like, I'm not into it. But honestly, I would go if it meant like a fancy or that one meal. one the one that we watched that was um where they went on the the date at this one restaurant mm-hmm. and it was the same fucking restaurant and they'd meet at this date and it was a blind date and then at the end of the date they have to say if they'd want to go and ever see them again. Yeah, 
And it was so like funny. kind of brutal, so but like funny. real. I don't know. And then at I the end, they'd like pause their conversation and be like, they never spoke again. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they said, you're really attractive or you're really this. Well, then they meet up, like, a year later, and they talk to... They do an interview about, like, why it didn't work out kind of thing. It's just so... I don't know. That shit is, like, kind of... Bo- that one's a, that one was a little more scripted because it was the same restaurant, and, like, the chef was, like, the producer. <laughs> so Like, he funny. kept coming up. He's like, how you guys doing? He's like, hey, guys. You want a drink? Are you nervous? Are you this? Like, I don't know. Yeah, That no. shit's funny. They're really funny, though. Um, okay, what I found really interesting is I always thought reality shows such as Survivor and The Bachelor, no one got paid, but they get paid. If you win, you get paid, like, ten times more money you than wanna, you did before. Do you want to hear the rankings of the paid? Yeah. Executive producer or the star of the show, so, like, a Kim, like, a Kim K. $16 million and up annually. Yeah, that makes sense. I knew that. Celebrity judges on broadcast television show. Here's the range. 300000 to $17 million, depending on how popular you are. Mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera made $17 million on the first season of The Voice, whereas Blake Shelton makes $13 million. First time in history a woman has made more than a man, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. But Howard Stern got paid $15 million a season on America's Got Talent. The host, two hundred thousand to fifteen million. Once again, Ryan depending Seacrest on your popularity, is a fucking millionaire. He produces almost every reality show. Yeah, it's he, insane. He's unreal. Uh, by contrast, Survivor. Okay, so Ryan Seacrest gets paid about fifteen million dollars a season of American Idol. That's what he does, right? Yeah. And then, by contrast, whereas Jeff probes on survivor gets four million that makes sense he's not as famous yeah exactly he's only known for doing the survivor, show basically. yeah okay finalists on the com- on a competitive show fifty thousand to one million per season finalist though yeah so like so for example they get finalists get paid lower than the winner so like if the winner gets a hundred thousand second place gets 90 and mm-hmm. third gets eighty thousand. right um and it just depends on like i think it depends on your agent non-finalists on a show get about 15000 and can make about 1000 per week. Yeah, which I think people did the math and it's like, it's a bad investment versus like if you have like a steady job kind of thing. Oh yeah, like on The Bachelor, when Desiree went on and then like made second, she was like, I was poor, I didn't have any money and then they offered, she was like, I quit my job because I was like, okay, I'm going to take this leap of faith but like, and her lease was ending, so she literally put all of her shit in a friend's garage. Yeah. And, like, paid for storage. And she was like, I was literally homeless. Yeah. And then they offered me the bachelorette, and they, like, paid me a little bit more, but I was still dirt poor. Yeah, like, you don't and make any money. she was like, I literally... That's why I love Desiree, because she was, like, actually looking for something. Because she was like, yeah, I, like, legitimately needed put my whole start. life on yeah, the line. Yeah, she needed a new start. Literally, yeah, she was like, I was homeless. I respect that, yeah. Um, okay, next tier is A, players on a cable reality show. They can make a player. So, like, with Storage Wars, for example, there's like four people you see in every episode. Those are A players. Okay. And they come on and they're like the core of the show, but it's not like one star. So, that'd be like the Kardashians as a family. Yeah. Um, Like, Chris is an A player, but maybe um, Kendall, who you never really see on the show, would be a B player. Right. In terms of the show. Right, right, right. Um, they can make up to, like... Oh, look at it. It says, For those doc- 
docu-ensembles, especially if they're nobodies per episode, it ranges lower, like, 1,500 an episode to 3,000 on the higher end. So that'd be, like, Storage Wars, like, they're nobodies yeah, yeah. versus the Kardashians. And then after three years of success, okay. so, like, what's that one show that was, um, Duck Dynasty? Mm-hmm. They started becoming really popular. And then after three years of success, it can go up to 7,000 to 10,000 an episode. After that, you start moving on to Kardashian level. The Kardashian family signed an estimated $100 million deal for four seasons on their show E. Crazy. So it just, like, depends on how famous you are. Right. That makes sense. Um, Pawn Stars, one of History Channel's highest-rated shows, paid Richard Harrison 15000 an episode. Um, now they make about 25000 an episode. B players. So do you ever watch Rich Kids of Beverly Hills? Never even heard it of it. It is the best fucking show ever. I've seen all of these. Honestly, I've given at least every reality show a try. Jesus. But Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, there's like four main players. And they're literally all... One of the kids is Shaq's son. Another... This girl, Dorothy Wang's dad, is a hotel mogul. And she went to, like, UCLA, and she doesn't really do anything now. She just, like, lives off her dad. And then there's another girl, Morgan Stewart, who lives off her parents' success. And then another dude who is known for his parents' success who does commercial real estate, but now he's really wealthy because he only does real estate for, like... The top um, of the top. Like, $200 million houses. So he's very wealthy now, and she started a blog and a company. So she... Like, they kind of moved into their own... But they're very entertaining because they're just, like, so bougie and they don't give a shit. But they have these friends who are wealthy but, like, not as well-known. Like, their parents aren't as wealthy. And they're in there and they only get paid, like, a little bit per show. Because they're really only on there for, like, two minutes of the whole story. Right. And then C players, like, family members. So, like, when The Bachelor does take-home dates or whatever. Right. A family member might not even get paid. But sometimes they'll get paid, like, $500 in appearance. Yeah. And that's all. Those are the levels of reality show. Yeah, I mean, they, they, you have to get paid. It's it's so, like, you're giving them work, especially because a lot of them, I mean, they're, like, they're non-union, but they are on networks that don't want to get sued, so they're going to pay you some sort of money in order to, like, because you're, you're, you are, you're leaving your job on home, like, you have rent to pay and you're not working kind of thing. They mm-hmm. have to pay you some sort of money to come and be on No, it. absolutely, and that's the thing is, like, at least in The Bachelorette or The Bachelor, like, they have to be gone. Like, they could be gone anywhere from, like, a week to three months. Yeah. Like, you, they, like, don't know. Yeah. So, it's really hard to be, like, I'm not working a lot of people, long. Yeah, a lot of people have to, like, quit because their mm-hmm. jobs are just, like, no. What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. That's, like, not how this works. Yeah. Um, so, I find it really interesting because I wanted to know why we like reality shows so much. And it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, we kind of want to, like, veg out. And we want to, like, focus on someone else's drama. Um, I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with low... It's low-commitment television because you don't... You can, like, be in and out of the room and not really have to know what's going on versus a show... um, Like, right now, I'm watching The Assassination of Gianni Versace, and, like, if I miss a second of it, I have to rewind, because I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, what happened? You know? Mm -hmm. Like, you need to be in, like, those things, you have to be invested in the story and the time, and there's little Easter eggs and pieces being whatever, but if you're just watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, whatever happened five minutes ago doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. And it's interesting, because this dude who writes it is, like, a psychologist, and it's about the Washington Post, and he 
basically says that he's obsessed with Fixer Upper, but he's like, I don't want to buy a house. I don't want to move to Waco, Texas. I don't want to renovate a house. I don't even like her design style, but I'm fucking addicted. (laughs) And he was like, why am I addicted? And it says reality show television has gotten this way, fine-tuned to elicit squirts of pleasing hormones from our penal glands. We want to see whether the wall is load-bearing or not, if the cake will fit in the back of the truck, which wedding dress the bride will say yes to. So it's basically a need to see the next thing. I so, think, like, that's why teasers are so important. Yeah, no, It's because it's like, that. what's next? What's happening? I need to be involved in the story. I wonder if it honestly has more to do with our need to belong or, like, our need for belongingness, that's, though. Because that's I, what they thought. That's what I read one article. I don't know where it went now. I'm trying to find it. But that was the thing is, like, it was saying basically, like, People assume that other people watch reality television so they can feel smarter about themselves or they can be involved in the next conversation, like what's happening at the office or like being involved in what's going on. But they were saying that it's basically has nothing to do with that and has everything. No, that's not what I meant. What did you mean then? Uh, Well, if you wouldn't interrupt me, I could finish. I meant our need to belong in the sense that it's like, like for me, I go to school an hour away from where all my friends are now. You know, I see my friends twice a week. I do whatever. We don't talk about reality television show, but like yesterday I had to do eight hours of homework. And so it's like, we have this weird need to be like, okay, well I can turn this on while I'm about to go to sleep and feel like I'm a part of someone else's life for a second and go eat lunch with the Kardashians or get to see which dress the bride will say yes to because hopefully someday I'll I'll be able to do that. Hopefully someday I'll be able to have family. Yeah, I I think that it's like, you know, you watch TV and you get to have the fantasy of, like, you watch Westworld and you're like, oh, it'd be so cool to be able to go to an amusement park where I could shoot people and they wouldn't actually die and stuff like that. Like, that's really awesome, but this comes to our innate... um, hierarchy and Maslow's hierarchy and needs like the need to belong but this is like a different way to do it where it's like I can belong with other people without having to be there with them I can feel like I have friends by watching these YouTubers by watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians by watching Fixer Upper because I have created a relationship with these people who are quote-unquote giving me their real life I guess the thing that I question on that is like what's the difference between that and like the show Friends where you watch the show Friends and you're like, these are my friends. Because that's more fantasy-based where it's like, yes, I wish I could live in like a New York apartment and like have friends like this and whatever. But like it, you take away the interview style of like Joanna and Chip like being themselves and then like talking to the camera. And you're like, I feel like I'm standing in the backyard with them. Like, okay. you know, when you have like a friend, uh, like a, a, a couple of friends who are just fucking weird. And you're like, oh, I love that. Like, it reminds me of that really happening. But I don't think our brains can truly ever equate that to something that is scripted and that is clearly a set and that is clearly joke, punchline, there's a laugh track, stuff like that. Well, Psychology Today writes this. Okay. They ask... You know, you're talking about people with privilege and being snobby and running around and eating lunch with their friends. Like, who gives a shit? It Mm -hmm. says, why then am I and so many others willing to put my own life on hold to watch this voyeuristic mundane programming? According to the Psychology Today blog, the growing fascination with reality television stems from our desire to fantasize about the prospect of easily acquired fame. We see seemingly regular people doing regular people things, and we think to ourselves that we, too, are regular people who do regular things. We could be famous, too. It was back in 2001 that they wrote this. 
Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't know. I guess I just, like, part of me doesn't really want to think too much into it because who really gives a shit? Like, I'm not into, like, super overanalyzing. No, I I, think, I don't think that anyone really is. I think that's more just a psychologist, like, wanting to do a thesis on something fun versus, like, yeah. <laughs> what's happening in your cerebellum when a fucking, when you have to eat dinner, you know, versus... Mm-hmm. Ooh, how can we relate this to reality television? I mean, it's interesting to think about. I definitely... With shows... The reason I like shows like Project Runway and stuff like that are more because I have a weird part of my empathy where I really get excited about seeing someone succeed. You know, you watch America's Got Talent, a little girl goes up there super fucking nervous, and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no, and then she sings her song, and she's amazing, and he hits the buzzer, and the gold flakes fall down, and she's going straight to the last round kind of thing. It's a new thing that they do. And yeah. um, <laughs> and I just start crying, because I'm like, that... Whoa. Like, no, literally every time, without fail, like, tears start coming, because I'm like, that's so cool that someone can, like, fulfill their dreams. The same way that I, like, watching the Olympics, you know, and it's like they, it's all this preparation for this moment kind of thing, and then you see that too in Project Runway, where it's like someone fucks up one show, and you can tell that they, like, really didn't mean to do it, and they're just whatever, and you're like, damn it, like, that was such a big shot for them, and they're out because of a simple mistake, you know? I guess part of me, part of it bugs me, because I know with, like, America's Got Talent is, like, you have to be an interesting person to even make it to the stage, and you have to go through all this... I don't know. Yeah, I know. They I mean they, it's the same reason that I don't like reality TV show in general is they're not just picking normal people. You have to go through an extensive interview process, and your dad had to die, and you have to have cancer, and you have to whatever. Which is great. All those people should get opportunities and all this shit. But it's like, what about simply like? Can we have also just some simple like real people? I just think that those people aren't meant for real. There's si- like that's true. That's true. There's people who are famous that are just like really simple and basic, but they got famous a different way. Like they weren't on reality shows. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of actors who literally just like don't go. Out. I mean, Dylan O'Brien is a prime example. He doesn't have any social media. There's like no paparazzi photos of him, but he just keeps popping up in movies. And you're like, what are you doing in your free you're time? Like, How does this happen? How are you the way that you are? Yeah. I mean, I think, it, yeah, I guess it's just different. The difference between, like, a reality TV show star and just, like, a regular star. But that's also, I don't know. It pisses me off when someone goes on The Bachelor and you're, like, all of a sudden they're fucking famous on social media. And it's like, get over yourself. Oh, my God. And they're doing one of the brand deals they all do. HelloFresh. And, like, FabFitFun. Those gummy bear things. Sugar and, sugar bears. And is it FabFitFun? Is the other yeah, one, yeah, too? Yeah, And, yeah, oh, my God. It's so fucking annoying. And they get verified on Instagram. I'm like, for what? They did what did you nothing. Do? The best is when they were on the show for two weeks, and you're like, how? Well, how? It's always like they was like, oh, the twins or something, or there was some drama that kicked them off. You know, then they're gonna get famous because everyone wants to know what are they doing now. So they go to their page, see one interesting yeah. thing, and then follow and like. You know, dude, I don't know. It's so, it's so annoying. Because that stuff pisses me off. It's like, what did you do? And I, I listened to this one podcast. It was about, um, did you, do you know who Luca Magnata is? Mm-mm. He murdered, like, two people, Great. and he <laughs> videotaped it and put it on YouTube. And, like, Fuck. like, he wanted to be famous. Like, that's what he wanted to do, was just be known. Like, he wanted to be a household name, and he wanted to be known. He tried out for every single fucking wait, reality show the, under the sun. Is this the dude? Oh, wait, I, I he, think He, like, killed two about. kittens, like, vacuum-sealed the cats. Yes, And, like, I know he this killed dude. a dude with an ice pick. Yes, I know this well, dude. Well, a show... 
the Sword and Scale Rewind that I listened to did a show where they brought a friend of theirs on that does ca- is a casting agent, like created this casting company, but they specialize in reality shows, and their number one show is Big Brother that they cast for. She's mm-hmm. like, that's my baby. And they were asking, they're like, what you've watched all these interviews that we've sent to you of Luca Magnata. What do you think? And she's like, yeah, that's the thing is I choose to pick like every single person who comes on a reality show wants to be famous in one way or another. Like that's their desire at the end of the day to be obviously because why else are they doing it? Yeah, exactly. They're like, why else are they doing it? But we look for people who aren't as obvious (laughs) about being famous. Like they said that every single question this dude answered, he answered in like the scripted, this is what you want to hear where she's like, I like to hear like people who have personality and this and that. And like, it was just really interesting on what she's saying. She's like, yeah, I've had like some death threats sent to my house because they didn't get picked or like, but then they'll come into the next cast. I casting open cast call that I have for a reality show. Hmm. She's like, some people are just fucking psycho that way. And like, want to be on every show like these people have definitely auditioned for one or two other reality shows that would be so scary to like be a casting director for a reality show because you literally are only getting it's like she said everyone who's doing that only wants to do it to be famous in one way or another and it's Mm -hmm. like you have to think about what is the mindset of somebody who's like yes quick easy fame i'm gonna go this casting call i'm gonna get picked easy done Mm -hmm. versus the hard work of somebody who like wants to be an actor and is going to classes and doing all this going through all this rejection having to change their hair and get clothes and work out every day and do all this shit like or anybody who's owning their own business who wants to start their own store and make that famous or anything like everything else has so much hard work built into it versus literally i'm gonna go sit and ask get asked interview questions and maybe get lucky enough to be like like, picked do my hair and makeup and yeah put on a smile or pretend to like the boy in their mind they really 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 believe that that they're the best like they're going into that casting call it's like a done deal like i this is gonna be Uh the best thing ever and she's like that's the thing is like some people who come and audition for shows like big brother aren't good for big brother but like maybe they'll be great on the bachelor so i tell them that and i'm like come in if we ever do a casting call for the bachelor Mm -hmm. and she's like i know that sounds weird but like some people are really great for reality television shows but like not my reality television shows yeah and it's just i don't know she was like i would have never put this luca magnata guy literally they said that he interviewed for 24 different reality shows Mm -hmm. different ones and like he'd go back multiple times yes and he was was like relentless he just like what i don't know what he didn't have any doubt in his mind that he was right for it everyone else was at fault not him right that's just like narcissism and i don't know i guess that's that's the thing is like the part of the reason why i really like watching reality shows too with um Like, The Bachelor, where you know they're just making one person seem like a piece of shit, is, like, that person goes in there thinking, I'm the best, and I, there's no way that I could be the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know I do like, that. Like, there's no way Chad went in there and was, like, people are gonna hate thing. me. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, I'm the best, and they were, like, we can capitalize off of this asshole. Yeah, and part of it is true, like, it's human nature, and it's proven, I read something when I was in a psychology class that was, like, there's proven to be, when you have a group of people together, the one person who everyone's going to pick on. Um, I was that person for hate. a very, very long time in my friend group in middle school. Yeah, you had really shitty friends in middle school, and I told you that over and over again. Well, they were better than the alternatives. <laughs> no, they weren't. Yeah, they were. 
Oh my god. Well, you wanted me to go. I'm not gonna say names. I almost just name dropped. You wanted me to go hang out with the people above or below whatever group of people I was in. They were all shit. Everyone sucked. Okay, middle school just sucks. Yeah, middle school. But just at the sucks. same time, like your friends were so mean to you, and it was so mean and sad to see. Um, but no, but yeah, that's human nature. Is they're gonna pick on one person, and sometimes it's as simple as like friends picking on someone but you're still invited to, you know what I mean like yes. you're still invited to things but like you're the kind of the punching bag yes versus someone who they're trying to maliciously break them down right like it's you're lesser than I am so we are going to whether it's consciously or subconsciously even if there's 12 people and 11 or 10 of them are picking on them the 11th is just not going to say anything because they don't want to become the person that gets picked on as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, with Corinne, everyone fucking loved Corinne on the show, except for, like, two people. I know, but they just never showed it. Because it was, like, yeah. as soon as Corinne came back, everyone was like, no, she's awesome. Yeah, they were like, I'm friends with her. Like, I don't give a shit what the television they camera says. They just didn't like, even, they didn't do any of the interviews that made Corinne, like, look good. No, and, I mean, it's not entertaining that way. No, I know. I get that. And that's... That's why I love and hate reality television. Because I love... I just love watching it. It's so mindless. It's so dumb. But it makes me so happy. I don't know why. (laughs) I just love it. I love sitting there and being like... Especially with the reality shows such as, like, Cake Boss. Or... Okay, again, I only love the reality TV shows. I'm sorry, I'm so passionate about this because I hate them so much, but the only ones I do like are the ones where I feel like I'm learning something about a different, like, way, like, a different type of industry or a different type of, like, doing things where it's like, oh, how to decorate a house. What's that one show that's, um... That it's always on during Shark Week and they, like, debunk... Mythbusters! is that a reality show? I love Mythbusters. Yes, of course it's a reality show. Okay, but it's it goes back to the definition. Entertainment versus informative. Weird. I don't know. I don't know either. But I, I love those shows too. I don't know. I love all real. As you can tell, I just when really, I went through I it, know, I'm like, I've watched this one. I guess it also is just like, it's probably a lot of bitterness coming from where it's like, how I can not wrap my brain around how some people just get things handed to them in the ways that they do, where it's, like, mm-hmm. whatever the, like, third most watched reality television show is whatever, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, where it's, like, <laughs> you already have everything, and now you get your own show. Like, it just is so... And, like, you didn't do anything to deserve it and nothing, and it's just, like, it's so dumb, and it's, like, who's gonna... Like, to me, it's, like, who would want to watch that? Like, you're not learning anything I get that, by doing that. But like, you have to remember that people don't necessarily respect them they watch them because they're entertaining. But you're feeding, like, you're giving them your money. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think there's, that's the thing with social media is, like, so many people beca- can become famous in so many different ways. I know, and it really, I guess that, like, that stems from my own, like, core of just being frustrated about stuff like that, where I'm, like, I don't know. You could play into it, too. I don't, yeah, I don't want to. Like, that's the thing is, like, it's, it's available for anyone. Yeah. It just depends on, like... It's just bre- I guess it's just breeding a whole group of people. I like m- even more people that I hate. But <laughs> that I you don't and, want to be. You around. and I and everyone else who sits down and watches reality shows think 
they don't think, oh, I respect the shit out of this person. <laughs> Except for Shark Tank, I do. Because these people are entrepreneurs and they haven't... They're trying really hard. They're trying hard. really hard and they're going in there because they haven't made money in three years. No, and, and I respect the invest. people on Project Runway. Like, yes. I mean, most of them are divas, but a lot of them are so like, But they're still working really hard. Like, yes. at the end of the day, they're still waking up early. They've still been doing this shit forever. Like, and they, like... I saw something about Project Runway and they are like do you actually get 20 minutes in mood? And they're like, oh my God, we get like 15. We don't even fucking get 20. They were like, well, you're running, you're sprinting, yeah. you don't eat. Like, no. They were like, it's real. Yeah. It's real life. And so I don't know. And then you have to go back and live in a house with all the people that you're also like competing against. Like that, that I get like, but it's in an industry that it's not just like survivor where it's like, this would be fun. It's like, this is what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not a make like, or break oh, I did shit. this because I lost my house and I was bored. Exactly. Like that to me, those things are like, and I, what I love food network, like chopped and stuff is it's like some, like I own a small restaurant, I'm a baker, I'm whatever. And I really need this like publicity for my restaurant I really want to have this like mm-hmm. this thing I can put on the outside of my windows this is like I one shop I will bring customers in yeah. it will help my business what was like, it with Kyra's Cupcake Wars yes they won Cupcake Wars yeah. that did so much for them literally like so much I just really respect that kind of reality television show and I feel like I'm learning a lot about hard work I'm learning a lot about like human behavior and I'm learning a lot about a different type of industry versus literally just like keeping with the Kardashians or like rich kids in Beverly Hills uh, or like all that Dumb, dumb shit. I just can't. I love them. I hate them. Live, laugh, love Kardashians. Ugh. Honestly, our charity this week should be the Kardashians. No! Get the fuck out of I here. I love, love reality television. I'm done with this. I'm course. sorry, but you could literally turn on the t- TV right now and watch any reality show you want. How amazing is that? You could watch... There's so much shit on TV and Netflix that you can watch anything you want to do, not just reality television. I watched Project Runway All-Stars before this. That... I respect that. I I like Project Runway. Project Runway Junior is the best fucking shit ever. When kids... Well, When kids are trying to realize... Yeah, when kids are trying to realize their dreams and gonna go in front of fucking cameras and do that shit, I respect that so much. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, you're gonna change your mind in a week. Maybe. I don't know. That's how I see it. I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do when I was 10. Some I wanted to do. be like a pizza owner, shop owner. Some what am I doing? Do? Not that. When did you ever want to own a pizza I was shop? like, I want to own a restaurant and like, I love pizza. That's what I told people. I know. What do you want to be when you grow up? Pizza shop owner? What do you want to be? I don't give a shit. Well, obviously Annalisa has upset feelings. I don't. I feel it. I need it. I love it. I crave it. I'm hangry. I'm angry. I'm sad. <laughs> Shit, man. Figure it out. Okay. Okay. Um, um, so, yes. Our charity. So charity. So charity. Okay, wait. Do you watch... Do you listen to all the old episodes of Last Podcast on the Left? Yeah. Do you know how they go, molestation? Molesting. Molesting. I was listening to their episode yesterday about um, witchcraft. I haven't heard of that one yet. Oh my god, it's so funny. And I just keep thinking, I'm not a witch. Not the witch. Not the witch. Um, anyway, if you're not a witch, <laughs> you should donate to Dress for Success. Um, it was, I don't even know how long ago it was started. I think it was only 10 years ago, but it's hugely successful. Get it? Um, it was created off a woman whose dad was a, um, 
basically a huge business mogul and he constantly had to interview people and he constantly had to fire people and he said that there's some studies that show that 80% of the decision based on if you're going to get hired or not is within the first like five seconds and she said she was in an office with her dad having lunch one day and he saw his interviewee walk in and he looked out the window and was like yeah she's not getting hired yeah because she was wearing like sweatpants or something or like she didn't dress appropriately. And it's really hard for, like, employers to know the difference between I don't have the means to get anything better versus, mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying and I'm a lazy person because yeah. there's such little time. So this isn't us being, and like, And it's not appropriate to, to ask. Like, good. it's literally illegal to ask, ba- like, certain questions in an interview. And right. one of them is, like, your religion, your, your past income, married. like, all this shit. So if you show up wearing something that's like maybe not appropriate they can't be like why did you do that right like it's not it's not good on their company it's not gonna it's just no. awkward so oh, oh my oh, god I'm sorry. i forgot i was wearing these um so oh, Jesus. How about her? look at that <laughs> it's fine so we're not saying that you have to like especially as a woman you have to look good to get the job it literally no, is I'm just like that. it just it's the same thing for a dude if he showed up wearing sweatpants it just means you tried and you put your best foot forward but if you don't have the means in which to acquire such clothing that would bring out that impression this place is for you yeah so go one if you need somewhere to go go to dress for success and they will dress you even if you are like i think they even help women who like who are middle income that maybe just like don't have what's right for this new job interview that they're going on they basically just want to help women succeed and that's the first step is making sure you're appropriately dressed and i I could be wrong, but I want to say they help with interview skills. Um, so one, donate your clothes. It's something like can't be less than a year old, um, must be in fashion. Try to donate things that are in season. So don't go bring a tank top in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. Like bring a blazer or bring a nice coat or a nice scarf or something like that. So basically go online and read the the requirements for where you can donate i want to say there's one in almost every state i know there's one in oregon and california like the big ones um there's one in portland i have a bag of stuff i need to go donate um sitting in the corner i literally got rid of all my business casual clothes after business school because i was like i'm starting my own business and i can wear whatever the fuck i want right um so i don't have a lot of that shit left but i tried to keep some of it um, um, so where, donate. where is it? Because you can go to the place to donate, can't you? Yeah, you just have to look. You go to dressforsuccess.com. Well, you have the address up too, don't you? Like, yeah, but this is people not just in Oregon could be listened to. to right, this. that's true. That's so true. just Sorry. go to dressforsuccess.com and they should be able to tell you where their hub is. Or even if you just Google Dress for Success, they will say like the nearest one to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do it. It's great. It's um it's basically just like teaching women how to like provide for themselves um i think they help a lot of single moms too it's great yeah it's it's awesome it's really awesome um so do that um we'll have it on our instagram which is i hate my voice pod let me look or is it i hate my voice podcast it's i hate my voice pod pod i hate my voice pod p-o-d Day, but I'm pretty sure if you type in I hate my voice podcast, it'll also come up. Well, we don't know. We'll figure it out. Let us know. Um, send us an email uh, about anything, I guess. <laughs> I haven't checked it in a while. Um, it's I hate my voice podcast at gmail.com. 
Do we have anything else? Do we have social other? Oh, Patreon. Yeah, we have Patreon, which is I Hate My Voice podcast. It'll be in the everything the is description. in the description. So click, click, click. Oh yeah, sorry we didn't post one last week. The Olympics. And snow and ice. But like the Olympics. It was the Olympics and snow and ice. I haven't done any work in the past two weeks because of the Olympics. Jesus. I've been so into it. Oh, by the way, congratulations to the men's U.S. curling team. That was a really big moment. Cassie and I stayed up till two in the morning to watch it. Honestly, the fact that you got all those rocks in the house. Oh my god, five fucking points at the end of the eighth. Dot, isn't it amazing? Dot stayed up with me. How cool is it? Oh, stop getting so close to the mic. So we're going to leave you with that. Oh. Okay. Okay, goodbye. I love you. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye.